1: Let's go to Jeff Fisher, who is the spokesperson for the crap heap of a, of a presidency he would work that for. Was, uh, that was, that oh, was. Uh, your, your screen has gone away now. It's concluded. No. <laughs> uh, so H.R. McMaster comes on and, and uh, it's interesting. You don't get a full answer from him. Uh, no, you don't. He's being somewhat careful. One of the interesting parts about it is he kept going back to the careful word appropriate. Or evasive. Evasive uh, mm-hmm. is probably
2: the answer. Yeah, he was using the word appropriate, appropriate instead of was it classified. Well, it was appropriate.
1: Well, it was appropriate. Everything oh. he said was appropriate. We don't say what's classified. Everything he said was appropriate. Now, that could be fine. Could be fine. But if you uh, extend that out to another it's comment not, he though. made, well, which was Pat, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's appropriate for the president to say anything he wants because he's the president. Mm-hmm. So that
2: That's literally right. yeah, disqualifies
1: that right. no words When he says it's appropriate, it disqualifies absolutely nothing. To him, it's appropriate because the
2: president is allowed to disclose uh, classified information. But did he? And and I think McMaster. uh, This happened right before we came on, so I didn't hear the answer. But he was asked directly: Did he disclose the city? And I, I think he evaded that question.
1: Although he did say he, he did say he didn't even know the location. So how would he disclose the city government. if he didn't right. know the location? So, I mean, I think that's a bit of information there at the very end. And he threw that away, by the way, as his last answer. Um, so we'll see if that leads to anything. I, again, I, mm. you know, I do not start this day believing the Washington Post because of the Washington Post. You can't do that. I, I think we're, mm-hmm. we're all adults enough to realize that the media cannot just be trusted uniformly. Um, however, I also, and I know this is going to be disappointing to a lot of people, I'm not out of the area. I want to come in and exonerate the guy without any information. Mm. I, I don't exonerate and I don't impeach today. I don't ask. I don't. As Glenn pointed out, there's no need to ask him to resign today, though. I would like him to resign for no reason. <laughs> Just walk away. <laughs> That's fine with me. I don't need any reason to do that. I'd like him to just walk away and go home and maybe stop at McDonald's and just eat for a while and stay away from us, and we'll have Mike Pence be president. I'm fine with that. So I don't even need a reason to ask him to resign. That's there. I asked him that on January 20th, and I continue to ask every day, mm-hmm. usually silently in prayer. Um, but the other part of this is I I, I don't uh, think we need to jump to exoneration, and we don't need to jump to impeachment. We need to just look at what is happening and question it with an incredibly heaping spoonful of skepticism. Because the media deserves that skepticism, and this freaking administration also deserves it. I know you like hearing one of those things. You might not like it like hearing the other one. But both sides of this equation deserve incredible amounts of skepticism on almost everything they say. Uh, so I, I hope that's where pe- people are. I've noticed that, you know, a lot of the people, you know, the the bright parts of the world are just trying to talk about other stories and trying to, uh, you know, uh, distract in any way possible, which is not a surprise, is that they're essentially part of the administration. Uh, But I'm I'm not going to go down that road either. And and this is a big story. And if it's true, um, which we don't know yet. Uh, we need to keep looking. I, I, I will say that if McMaster wants to come out, and again, he hedged himself too many times there. But if he wants to come out and say, hey, the city didn't happen, I'll at least take that in a trust but verify situation.
2: Let me ask you this. Is H.R. McMaster related to H.R. Puffin stuff?
1: I don't think that's the way names work.
2: Oh. Who's your friend when things get tough? H.R. Puffin stuff. <laughs> or, I guess now, H.R. McMaster, McMaster is uh, Trump's friend when times get tough.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true.
2: Trump's friend when times are tough. HR McMaster. It doesn't really work, though, I no. guess.
1: In song form, that doesn't. How work. about uh, who's your friend when you're in a disaster?
2: Enter. HR, H-R- McMaster. McMaster. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. We're works. here all week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say. Uh, this Maybe is we why you
1: wanted people like this in the administration. It's why we were optimistic about, mm-hmm. about McMaster as an appointment. You want someone who knows what the hell they're doing occasionally around the president, and he's one of the guys who does. So, I, you know, I will, uh, uh, again, trust but verify. I think he's one of the most honorable people in the administration. He's the guy when it comes to standing up to mm-hmm. civilian leadership. He wrote a book about it. He's the guy. So... I hope that that's uh, is happening here. I mean, there's a lot of reports that there aren't. But again, you know, I mean, until we have something more than that, that's, you know, this is as much as we can do. The tr- Trump obviously said he talked to, to Russia about... There's some parts of this that are obviously true. The fact that he talked to, him, uh, talked to them about an aviation threat and talked in some ways to, uh, to hopefully save people's lives, I think. It was trying to share information. Um, we'll see what happens with that. We know that part is true because Trump's tweeted about it. The question is, how far did he go, and did he break any rules? Um, I don't mm-hmm. think he broke any legal. I don't think he broke any legal lines. Um, was it stupid? However, that could be a whole other question.
2: Yeah, uh, and you kind of went through. Uh, you have a graph that sort of goes through McMath's, McMaster's original statement, right? The, yeah. How carefully well, and it he worded here. his. Is response it
1: applies here too? Don't you yeah, think? It I, mean, does, I it does. think the careful wording hasn't continued from uh, from yeah. uh, from McMaster. So here, let me look at, look at these three options, and you tell me if you have something else. Why is he being so careful with his wor- wording? Well, a to just defend his guy blindly. I don't believe that from from McMaster. If he's that guy, who, if he's Kellyanne Conway, then we really screwed up and have the wrong guy in that role. Uh, if he's Sean Spicer, and he'll just say anything to help his guy. Um, I don't, I just don't think that's who McMaster is. So I'm going to dismiss, uh, option a, uh, let me give you option B here. Um, because parts of the report are true. Um, he's being careful, but he thinks it's not as big a deal as being reported. I I would say that's where I'm most, I I am right now Mm -hmm. as uh, potentially most likely likely. like he thinks, okay, look, yes, yes. We Mm -hmm. talked about it. Yes. He probably said a little bit more than he should Mm -hmm. have. However, in reality, it's not that big of a deal, and, uh, and we're fine. We trust it. We, because you know, he kept saying he did what was appropriate to, to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish in that meeting. Well, I don't think anybody's denying that. Appropriate yeah. by that definition um, of he's allowed to do it, I don't think there's anything to disagree with that in that statement. So mm-hmm. is it just the thing of like, well, look, he's not going to get a bunch of people killed. He's, this is just he probably should have said certain bits and pieces of information. But in reality, it's not that big of a deal. So it could be there where he's like, I don't want to lie, but I want you to know that it's not that big of a deal. He could be communicating that fact. And then finally, uh, mm-hmm. option C, which I think is also a, a good option. Um, because while he doesn't want to lie, he thinks the truth could put lives in danger. So he's sucking it up and doing his due diligence to protect those lives, whether they're sources or through loss of intelligence. um, He wants the world to know that Trump didn't screw them, uh, because we might lose intelligence, and that could cause people's lives. I think B and C are pretty good options for what McMaster's doing there. And uh, B is a good option for the Trump White House, I think. You know, if, 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 it, if all it was was he went a little bit over a line, but it's not that big of a, there's not really ramifications, this mm-hmm. isn't that big of a story. Maybe true in some ways, um, but it's not that big of a story.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I tend to go with B as well. Um, I, I, because we are under the assumption that H.R. McMaster is an honorable guy. He's a guy with integrity. Yep. We believed in him before he was Uh, You know, placed in this administration. And I I, I don't I don't know that he's been indoctrinated. So I and, you know, sometimes that happens. Oh, it happened with Pence. I mean, you know, Pence, I think would I think Pence would say
1: pretty much anything right now. To, you know, it to defend happened the president. to
2: a certain extent with Ted Cruz. I mean, if since the election he's been pretty on board, hasn't he, with yeah. almost everything he's sure seems that Trump way. has done?
1: I mean, I think he's been. Uh, I don't think he. I think he's mm. been on board with a lot of it, and I don't. I don't think he's been critical. But those are, those aren't the same exact things. I think if you, I think he's he's remained silent uh, largely when mm-hmm. when uh, he's he may have been critical. He hasn't commented on certain things that I think he would oppose, um, which I would like. But uh, he hasn't he hasn't said, "You know what? I agree free trade blows. Like I haven't heard that from Ted Cruz, uh, where that <laughs> stuff comes from from Pence all the time. Pence. Oh, yeah, free market. That's been biting America in the ass for how long?
2: <laughs> Who are you? Well, I mean I, I'm sick oh. and tired of this income inequality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute really? you need to raise taxes. Mike
1: Pence increased spending. Uh, you know I, I mean, I, you know, they completely on board, like but I haven't seen crews come out and say hey you know what trillion dollar stimulus is a great idea i haven't seen anything like
2: that no he's been more silent than i would like uh,
1: on certain things but i mean you know i think he's been generally okay um before we uh go to break can we do this uh, tweet storm real quick i thought this was pretty interesting i don't know who ryan teague is but I i like this approach tell me this is not every media story right now as you go through these uh okay starts off here with uh Whoa, crazy story in that legacy media outlet on Trump's administration's approach to subject.
2: <laughs> this is just a plug and play for everything, right? Plug and play right? for every single for every story, day. all right? Yeah.
1: Cable news can't stop talking about that crazy story in legacy media outlet. <laughs> Rough White House press briefing. Spicer says that crazy story is not news but won't explain what's wrong exactly.
2: Okay? Huh. Newer online news outlet has confirmed that some of legacy media outlets' story from earlier and added more details. (laughs) This is how every (laughs) one of these stories goes. It's amazing. This is pretty good. Number five, White House still sticking with the argument that it's not true, but the only person on TV defending them is Jeffrey Lord.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which is always, always true on every story for at least a while. Uh, Number six, some White House aides just went on TV, gave a brief statement, and took no questions, called reporters... On that story. (laughs) Number seven. Good morning. Trump is tweeting up a story about uh, uh, how that story from yesterday, uh, about that story from yesterday. He's sticking it to Congress, Chuck Schumer, Hillary Clinton. (laughs) That's very true.
2: Whoa. Trump just contradicted what the White House aides said yesterday on a key line of defense on that crazy story. Every one of these (laughs) things happens every time. Good. Pretty good TikTok on how yesterday went down In a different legacy media outlet. Rough day.
1: (laughs) Anonymous Republican senator in a third media outlet says off the record that the whole thing is very troubling.
2: (laughs) Always off the record. Speaker Ryan will comment on the story. Says he's focused on tax reform for the American people. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch McConnell
1: finally breaks silence. Says he hopes everyone will calm down so we can get back to work.
2: New poll shows the crazy story has, hasn't has really affected Trump's approval ratings, which remain low, but high among Republicans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fox News
1: has an interesting segment today on Hillary Clinton or Benghazi, uh, but so far hasn't mentioned the story.
2: <laughs> Breitbart has a story up now, blaming the whole thing on Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, the deep state. <laughs> Sean Spicer at the press briefing. The tweet speaks for itself. <laughs> this is really good. Whoa, another crazy story in legacy media outlet on Trump administration's approach to subject. And then start all over (laughs) once again. That is li-
1: that, I mean, it's every three days. That entire thing plays out. Another,
2: that's, uh, that's a genius tweet storm right yeah, there. there. It's, it's, another it's thing really that uh,
0: another thing that happens is uh, Charlie Warzel. We know that Kerry covered Alex Jones. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he has a belief that uh, Trump's law, he calls it, strikes again, where that uh, there's an old Trump tweet for every single 2017 event, no matter how specific, and then he gives an example of. Crooked Hillary Clinton and her team were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified <laughs> information.
2: Not fit.
1: <laughs> we got to have him on because he does a really interesting newsletter every week. Yeah, he does. Um, which is, it's I don't know, uh, Info Warzel, His last name is Warzel, This is mm. a pretty solid name. Yeah. Uh, but he just goes through all the kind of like pro uh, Trump, uh, Alex Jones leaning media stuff that he monitors and kind of gives what happened that week. Uh Uh, That would be an interesting uh, guest at some point. Let's let's see if we can get him on. It would be great.
0: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service